Welcome to Behind the Magic Podcast, the podcast that connects you with those who make magic in the Walt Disney Company. Today's guest is Lenda. She did the Disney College program in spring of 2016. She worked with me in Disney Springs at Wide World of Memories, Disney Days of Christmas, and Art of Disney. Now, let's talk with Lenda. Hi, Lenda. Thank you so much for joining us on Behind the Magic Podcast. Thanks for having me. Of course. So first off, we'd love to know more about what inspired you to work with Disney. So I did the Disney College program in 2016. The first time I ever visited Disney, I was 15 years old. I always grew up around Disney and my mom was like a very big Disney person, but it was just never like in our budget to go visit, especially like how big my family is. On my 15th birthday, my uncle and my aunt surprised me with like an invitation to to go to Disney with my cousin who's around my age. And we were staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge and we were talking to one of the cast members and she was a college student who was doing the college program and she just talked to us about it and how much she loved it. And I think she was an international student and she was just so excited to be there and like loved her job. And my cousin and I like promised each other that we would do it and we would do it once we got to college. (laughs) She was a year younger, well, like a grade level younger than me. So I graduated before she did, but we both applied to the college program around the same time. We both got accepted. I was the only one who went that year because she had other stuff going on. So I decided to still go. And yeah, it was it was really fun. I loved it a lot. And I wanted to do another one. I, I applied for the alumni program twice, um, got rejected my first year, my first time. And then second time I got approved and it was kind of just a lot going on. So I didn't end up doing it, but eventually I want to go back. I want to try to do that one more time once I graduate or hopefully as like a future like career with the, the Disney company. So can you give us a brief overview of your roles during the Disney College program? Yeah, so I my home store was uh, Wonderful Worlds of Memories and I worked at Disney Springs. So it's like the the store where you stitch the little hats and stuff. <laughs> and then I got trained around the era around my zone, which included all the stores except two. So I worked at Wonderful Worlds of Memories, Art of Disney, and Disney Days of Christmas. In Wonderful Worlds of Memories, we did like the hat stitchings. We did like leather bracelets. It was more like memory things where we sold um, like autograph books or what are those things called? Like the ones for the pictures? Photo books? (laughs) (laughs) Photo albums. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> we sold. Okay, yeah, we sold <laughs> photo albums, uh, autograph books. We engraved like uh, ornaments and keychains and stuff like that. Um, Disney Days of Christmas was basically a year-round Christmas store, which was really fun. <laughs> we sold mostly ornaments, and we had a frozen room, which which I loved. <laughs> And then really loved um, or sarcastically loved? Uh, sarcastically loved. I hated being in there. <laughs> I felt like I was so isolated from everything else. And I love talking to people. So it was no one would ever go visit me. <laughs> and I was just there by myself singing Frozen music. Um, and then Art of Disney was basically just art. And that was probably one of my favorite places to work at. Why was it one of your favorites? Because um, I just really liked 
admiring everything that the artist would do. Um, you would go in and no matter how many times you stared at a painting, it always had something different. It was really fun to just like talk to our guest about like why you enjoyed it so much or like why it was one of your favorite pieces, the colors, like everything was just awesome. It was one of the places that I didn't get to interact with kids as much, which kind of took out the pressure because you just feel like you need to like be super bubbly and like super like happy all the time with kids being around. But Art of Disney was more of a calmer, like chill area <laughs> where you could just talk to adults about like pieces of art and it was a, a little bit more expensive than the other things that we would sell at other places so people would like go in there and like be serious about like purchasing something and it was like something that they were like looking for they'd come in like three or four times to like make sure that that's something they wanted to purchase so it was fun interacting with with guests like that way different than like all the other stores that that we worked at what was your favorite task or position that you were given within Art of Disney to do? I mean, Art of Disney was kind of just, you'd walk around, room around. It wasn't like really, the positions were mostly just like cashier and stuff. I really liked when the artists were there. We would have like artists as like guests sometimes and they would sell their pieces and talk to the cast members, talk to the guests a lot and like, I just really enjoyed that. One of the reasons that I decided to go into the field that I'm studying was because one of the artists started off as pre-law with a focus on political science when I started college. And I did the college program my sophomore year of college, so my second year. And I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Uh, I just knew it wasn't what I had gone in with. And I was speaking to one of the artists, uh, Greg McCullough, <laughs> and he was telling me how he used to do advertising for Disney and how he loved it and how it was such a like a great thing to do and how he just like never felt like he was at work. Like it was just something he, he enjoyed doing a lot. And obviously he did that before he became an artist for Disney. And the more and more that he like talked about it, like the more he was like, that's that's like what you you seem like the type of person who'd go into advertising you seem the type of person who like would enjoy something like that um I'm now an advertising major (laughs) with the focus on public relations I was considering marketing and stuff like that just because I really enjoy like the people talking to like the talking to people and like um the face-to-face basically with with people um and I knew that something I could see myself doing so he really like kind of pushed it for me and he was just like yeah like you you'd seem like you'd be a great person to do that like you just remind me a lot of like the the people that I interacted with when I used to do advertising and I was just like wow not to say that like I went into advertising just because of Greg (laughs) but like he it was one of like my biggest pushes because like uh I mean I interacted with him a lot and I think he was one of the artists who was there a lot during my program and he was a, a big, a big part into why the reason I'm in advertising now. That's incredible. He really changed part of your life in a way. Oh, I love Greg. Shout out to Greg. He's great. He's, <laughs> he really is the best. <laughs> and I just like loved working with him. He was just like such a like chill person to have around the store. I feel like he calmed a lot of the nerves that we would have on a daily basis at Art of Disney. And he was just so cool. Like when we worked there, I remember how well, he had like a, a game basically with like kids. We wouldn't really mm-hmm. get much kids in the store. 
and like parents who were like looking for pieces and stuff. And I remember he would always have like these games for kids on like who could find the most hidden Mickey hidden Mickey's in his stuff. And he would give them a little token. And I remember I Marissa and I worked at work Art of Disney together. And one time I think we were like pretty slow and me and her were like intensely looking for all the hidden Mickeys and he gave us the token I still have it it's one of my favorite things ever to talk about I'm like yeah I got a token from Greg McCullough <laughs> he was the best the interactions that he had with like younger kids who wanted to be artists were incredible he's really good at inspiring people in anything really with you with advertising or kids with drawing he's, he's a great staple to the Disney brand he really was he really is Speaking of interactions with guests, do you have any favorite magical moments that you either created or you witnessed in the parks? A lot of my magical moments were mostly with kids, which I I am a big kid person. Like I, I really enjoy having kids around. I've worked with kids most of my life in like different areas. I did like after school programs and babysitting and all that stuff. But one of my favorite memories was probably um, this little girl who was just not in a good mood you could tell she was just kind of over the day and her parents were I'm pretty sure they were just trying to like buy souvenirs and stuff for like their friends but she was just over it and I'm pretty sure we were like pretty dead that day because I wouldn't have probably done it if if we weren't well I usually like if a kid was upset I would like go and offer them stickers because it was something we did and this little girl started like playing like peekaboo behind her dad and we just started playing hide and seek like all of them like kind of just led into hide and seek and I was there with her for like I want to say a good like 20 minutes which sounds insane because I was at work playing hide and seek with a little girl around the store just hiding all over the place and one of my managers walked in and I was like oh no I'm going to be in trouble for this because I literally spent 20 minutes of my shift playing hide and seek with a little girl and she had a couple of laughs and it was it was such a great thing and like um I, I just kept seeing my manager kind of over my shoulder, but it was also a thing that like, we never really, we never really like said no to a guest. It was always kind of like, we did our best to try to like please them. Um, so at this moment, like the little girl was kind of like being too much for her parents. So I was kind of like taking, taking a little bit of that off. So I wasn't going to like stop, even though my manager was staring at me with like, he was going to, he was like very upset, but I was like, oh no. But, you know, I kept doing what I was doing and the family, the family ended up leaving like 30 minutes after that. And I got called into the manager's office and I was like, oh no, I'm going to get in trouble. And they told me that if it was okay, if they posted a picture of like our interaction in the back and like, we used to have like these, um, kind of, uh, spotlights on stuff cast members were doing. And they posted the picture of me and the little girl playing hide and seek. And like they posted a little paragraph saying like that she was not having a good day and that like I kind of cheered her up a little bit. And then like, I think it was like, like he gave me like a, a coupon for like a smooth, uh, like uh, what was those things? The, goofies, the uh, slushies. The slushies. Yeah. He gave me like a little coupon for a slushie. And I was like, oh, thank you. I was like, I thought I was going to get in so much trouble. Like what other job can I be playing hide and seek with a little kid and like, not get in trouble like 20 minutes out of my shift I'm getting paid to play hide and seek with someone um but that was probably one of my favorite interactions just because like I was having such a good time and 
I thought I was going to be in trouble for it. And it turned out that it was like something that they looked up at. They're like, yeah, like this is, this is what the company stands for and stuff like that. So that was probably a really, really fun one. And, and uh, Disney Days at Christmas, we also used to do these decorating the tree type of thing with some of the kids um, that were around the store. And they always kind of told you just like make up a, make up a story and like tell them why you need the, the tree decorated or something. And I work there during the summer. So obviously it's like nowhere near Christmas. And I just remember like we were pretty slow and they're like, you know what, let's do a magical moment grab some kids, ask them if they want to decorate a tree. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was just like, I don't know what to do. I get shy. <laughs> so I, I just remember I just went up to a bunch of kids and I was like, hi. I was like, do you want to do me a, a big favor? And they're like, they're kind of like shy about it. I'm like, well, Mickey forgot to decorate his tree last year. And he was so upset about it. It's like, so this year he's getting a head start. And I was like, and he needs your help to decorate it. So I had them like pick out their favorite ornaments around the store and bring it to the small tree that they had there and like help me decorate the tree, which is so cute. And then they get like a little certificate that they helped Mickey so they can show it to Santa. It's just the cutest thing ever. But that was one of my favorite things too, like just the interactions with the kids and how excited they get about just like things that we don't even like think about decorating a tree. So small moments. How often did you get to decorate the tree during your shifts? I think... That was like one of the only times that I got to do it. During the time that I worked there, I was there for like six months. And I think I saw it done like around five times. Not that many, but it was always kind of just whenever we really had the time or also when like the store wasn't crazy packed and we were there in the middle of the summer and it's Disney. So (laughs) we were always (laughs) packed. But yeah, little times like that was just really fun. But yeah, we were always really, really busy. So whenever we'd have those little times was really special. What has Disney brought into your life? Um, I guess just more of a sense of like enjoying things a lot more. I always tell people that like I was the happiest in my life when I was living in Florida, even though I wasn't in school. And like I, I took time off of school. And obviously, I mean, if you've been a Disney employee, Disney, especially a college member, a college student uh, working for Disney, it's not the best pay but it was just, I enjoyed everything. Like mm-hmm. if it was just one of my days off, like just being at the park, sitting there watching people, like people watching was my favorite thing to do when <laughs> I was at the parks. I didn't have to like do anything else. It was just the smallest things that like I was able to enjoy a lot more, appreciate the things a lot more. I live in Michigan, so it's freezing all the time. <laughs> and that nice Florida weather was great. But yeah, just being able to like appreciate the small things and just kind of have like more of a sense of of happiness and like how no matter how bad things might get there's always going to be something that's gonna turn it around mm-hmm. and it's kind of like always been my I guess motto of like it's gonna get fixed somehow <laughs> I'll take some time but it will eventually turn around and I feel like that was kind of the mentality that I got working for Disney that no matter how hard I got sometimes like it was always something positive that was going to come out of it so Mm -hmm. trying to keep that in mind whenever I have a hard day and stuff especially with like school and work and everything going on with the pandemic but it's it's it definitely changed my attitude towards things and I also feel like it gave me a lot more social skills I went (laughs) into Mm -hmm. Disney without knowing anyone and most of my friends now are still my Disney friends I 
I still keep in contact with most of them. And we try to take trips and see each other as often as we can. Especially one. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <just kidding. laughs> so you mentioned being in the parks. So what would be your ideal day off? Oh, I love that. My ideal day off usually consisted of being by myself. I it was usually my time to kind of recharge. I I'm very I'm I try to be a very social person, but you know, there's the times that you need to like energize yourself and be by yourself. Um so I'd usually go to the parks by myself. Usually would head up Magic Kingdom um or Hollywood Studios, which were two of my favorites. I would if I did Magic Kingdom, I would usually get a coffee or a tea. I would drink tea actually. I didn't drink coffee during my college program. I would get a tea, would get a um, fresh fruit waffle, which are my favorites. They're so good. It's literally a waffle with Nutella and a bunch of fresh fruit. It's oh, so good. Um, <laughs> and then I would just sit by the hubgrass and people watch, or I would go to People Mover and like people watch and sit around Main Street waiting for the three o'clock parade. <laughs> That's all I would do. <laughs> Sounds like I'm the perfect day, day off. off. Yeah, they were so great. And then if I did Hollywood Studios, um, I would usually just go to Tower Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster. I just like like rides mm-hmm. and watch the Beauty and the Beast show. That was my favorite. So I usually would do that. Those are the only three things that I would do on my days off was watch the shows and be by myself, which is a great way to recharge and just... It sounds a little scary just like going to the parks by yourself, especially if you haven't worked there. Kind of just sounds a little odd. And she's like, why are you going to go to the parks by yourself? It's like a thing that you do with people. Like, no. If you if you have an opportunity to do the parks by yourself, it's just so calming. And so, like, you don't have to, like, take um, any input on, like, where to go or, like, what rides mm-hmm. to do and stuff like that. You do whatever you want to do. You're by yourself. So it's so fun. It's great. <laughs> You get to choose your whole path. If you want to yeah. skip that 40-minute wait line, wait line yeah. you can. Or you can hop right in and ride Frozen after 40 yeah. minutes. <laughs> True. And you can also just get on single single rider. And yep. that's that. It's fun. That's true. <laughs> single rider is a great gift. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know if you have any advice for people who are hoping to work for Disney in one day. I see. Just do it. A lot of people are always like, well, what about... The, one of my big things that people always like, do you regret it? Because like I took time off of school. Why did it? Like you don't necessarily have to take time off of school, but I just felt like I wasn't in the right mindset to figure out what I wanted to do. So Disney was kind of my my time off to figure out what I wanted to do with my life and and if I wanted to continue in the path that I was in. But no matter like the stuff that like I struggled with after and before. I felt like Disney was the perfect opportunity and was probably like one of the best choices. The group that I went in with, um, like my training group, I was the only one that stayed. <laughs> Everyone else self-termed, which was understandable. They had other things going on, but I felt like Disney was kind of like the right place that I needed to be at at the moment. And if you kind of feel like you need some clarification on like what you want to do, what you you feel like you don't really um, know what you want to do with the rest of your life. I feel like Disney is always such a, like a good place to like kind of reset and like think about things. Cause you're in a different, it feels, it feels different. It really does. Like I've talked about like going down to Florida and like how I feel like my skin just clears and my hair mm-hmm. just feels better. And like, 
how I just feel like a whole new person every time I'm down there. But I feel like it's just kind of that mindset I put myself in that like that's home for me. It just feels good. And like, I feel like if anybody wants to like try, there's always the option of like quitting, which sounds bad. But like there, there is always that option of just like, this is not the place that you want to be at or this is not the place that you thought it was. You can always just leave. But it's always such a great opportunity to do if you do have the chance to do it. It's life changing for sure. It, it's great. People like always get mad or annoyed that I'm constantly talking about my college program because it was so long ago. But, <laughs> but I can never like stop. Like it's literally I have so many stories to tell. I have so many memories. And like it was just such a good place for me to be at the time in my life that I was at. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like everybody should be able to like experience that. And it's it's great. So if anybody's thinking about doing it, say just pull the trigger and do it. It's great. It's a fun time. Everybody that like I know that's done it has loved it, even though they've had to like end it or had to leave sooner than they thought. It was always like they always had a positive experience. It's a really great program. This leads us into our Magical Express round. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions just to get your favorites, your insider tips, all the above. So first off, what is your favorite (laughs) Disney movie? Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, (laughs) I feel like most of my Disney favorites are not necessarily like my favorites. It's just the time that like I can watch them and rewatch them without like Mm -hmm. getting tired of them. It's usually Hercules, Mulan, Beauty and Beast, Alice in Wonderland, and Peter Pan. So I don't have a favorite. Like, it's literally a, just a group of movies that I can rewatch constantly. On Moana. Moana. And now Coco, too. You're on, like, two one. hands now. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it went from one <laughs> to seven. I don't have a favorite Disney movie. It's just movies that I can constantly watch without getting tired of them. That's there's fair. There's seven of them. It's understandable. It just wasn't the number I was expecting. <laughs> So let's see if you have just one for this next one. Favorite Disney character. One of my favorites has become sadness and it's been over the course of my Disney program. It was kind of an insider with a couple of my friends. So sadness is my favorite character. I'm glad we got one on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite park. You've only got, well, technically six options if you're counting. Hollywood Studios for sure. Okay, there we go. Um, and then favorite ride. Ooh. Recently, and like this was before I even got into Star Wars. Like now I'm like a lot more knowledgeable about Star Wars. But back then I had no clue. Our friend Hope, we went to go visit in um, Disneyland. And was it Rise of the Resistance? Yes. Such a cool ride. It was literally like an experience. It was not even a ride. It was so cool. And this was before I even like got into Star Wars and knew what most of the stuff there were, but it was literally the coolest thing ever. So I probably have to say that right now. But of all time, of like since I started going to Disney, probably Tower of Terror. Even when you were a little kid, Tower of Terror. Well, like I didn't go to Disney until I was like fifteen. So like You're still little. I was terrified at fifteen. So <laughs> I love roller gonna... coasters though. So like. Tower of Terror is probably, and I've seen that, like, there's, like, Disney events that, like, they do, like, behind the scenes and stuff, and Mm -hmm. we got to do Tower, we won, like, a contest, and we got to do Tower of Terror, uh, was it with the lights on? Lights on, sounds off. 
yeah, lights on top off, which was so cool. And we would bounce around from Tower of Terror to Rock and Roller Coaster just like basically all night. And <laughs> we rode it so many times. It was so exciting. Like I would think, think you'd get tired of it, but no. It was or great. puke, and we didn't. <laughs> it was great. It was so fun. It was probably, like I feel like I gained more of an appreciation for it because of it, which was so cool. Mm-hmm. But I think it's scarier with the lights on and the sound oh, off. Because yeah, then definitely. you actually hear Rock the machine and falling. Was terrifying. <laughs> Rock and roller coaster was terrifying with the lights on. I never wanted to do that again. <laughs> Yet we did it for like 10 times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite thing that you learned from doing that that most people won't know about either one of the rides? Um, just like the little things. Like, if there is ever an accident, like, they're obviously prepared for that, which, like, I don't think it would ever cross my mind to be like, oh, there's going to be an accident. Just, I feel like a lot of the things where the craziness that guests bring into, like, rides and stuff. We also did, like, Haunted Mansion at the beginning of, like, my program. And they were telling us that people like to, like, spread family members' ashes. That was a little crazy for me. And I was like, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, they spread their family members' ashes. I'm like that's not okay like that's just weird <laughs> and then they they have uh I, I feel like that's a big problem within disney <laughs> that people are just like oh yeah my family member's just gonna be in disney forever which is not the case for people who who are thinking about doing that it's not the case they ended up cleaning it and then your family just end up in a dumpster so don't don't do that but um i think one of the things was the like the props that they have how like I think it was a big similarity between Haunted Mansion and Tower of Terror that they have. Like, I think in Haunted Mansion, it was a crow that they said hello to every morning. Mm-hmm. And yep. in, Haunted, in Tower of Terror, it was like a dummy. And that dummy scares the bejesus out of me. He's so creepy. But you could see Which him. Dummy. When like, I don't remember what he was named. And like they have a name for him and stuff. And they have to say hello or else, like, the ride won't work, apparently. It's, it's like, a little uh, kind of superstition that they have going on. At what point, like, though? Like, at what point in the when ride? When you're leaving you the see? ride. When you're leaving the ride. Um, you know how, oh, like, that little guy. Bottom? Oh, yeah, yeah him. <laughs> I remember him now. I, I remember the bird, but I didn't remember that until now. Yeah, there's that dummy creeps me out all the time. Um, even Because, like, the... you can see him all the time. Like, even yeah. when the lights are off and stuff, it's, like, when you're getting off the ride you can see him and it's really creepy but I feel like that's just like just little things like that are so cool and like I feel like you don't really know unless like you work there or like you have one of those tours or like a cast member specifically tells you if like oh like there's a dummy that we have to say hello to every morning or else our ride won't work or like we'll Mm -hmm. shut down multiple times but that was always kind of something that I was like always interested in like hearing about but also would freak me out a lot (laughs) (laughs) it's fair the ventriloquist dummy in the corner is quite creepy no yeah a lot of the props from from uh the twilight zone are Mm -hmm. incorporated into tower of terror which is really cool because um my my uncle's a big um twilight zone fan and he would always like point stuff out which is really cool my i I think it was my cousin not my uncle my cousin (laughs) Do you have any tidbits that you can share that you remember off the top of your head? There, um, there exiting the ride, there is a a circle marked with a chalk, and I know that's part of one of the one of the episodes. And I'm pretty sure the the dummy is also from one of the episodes. You can just catch like a lot of little things, especially when you're in like the waiting room. Mm-hmm. 
there's a lot of if if you're uh the twilight zone the twilight zone fan like you you would enjoy tower of terror <laughs> there's <laughs> especially the, the rights it's just like things that like you wouldn't really like pay attention to unless like you know where they're from which mm-hmm. i don't but like when you're with someone that does it's it's interesting to hear about yeah it's interesting to hear from an expert what's going on took my mom through the Guardians of the Galaxy version of the t- previously Tower of Terror, and she's never seen the movie. So pointing out things like Rocket snatching the Walkman from the briefing room that you're in and things like that. So those are fun yeah, tidbits really to cool. share. I think we found we found Figment, didn't we? When we were yeah. in the queue line. That was Figment's cool above like, you. He's hard to see. Yeah, he but is. But he's <laughs> in a purple box. If you see the purple box, just know he's there. Len was able to Fig- see Figment. I lied and said I saw him, but I didn't. <laughs> So <laughs> I can't guarantee he's easy to see. Yeah, no, he's not easy to see. But where you, if you know where he is, it's and you stir long enough, you'll be able to see Figment. Is it kind of just like staring out into the abyss, and then finally you'll see something? Is that what Figment is? Yeah, <laughs> Figment of your imagination. There you go. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your insider tips and your story about your Disney college program. It's been really fun to hear about it. Thank you. I, I love talking about it and I will never get tired of it. So I'm glad I got to <laughs> just talk about it a little bit more. It's fun to share those stories and memories. Makes me sad. Makes me a little reminisce <laughs> for the past, but you know, hopefully it'll inspire someone to mm-hmm. to want to do it themselves because it's definitely an opportunity. It's an opportunity of a lifetime. It really is. It's so fun. Such a good time. And then you can make lifelong friends like me and Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Been what, almost five years? Wow. Yeah, it has. So Lena and I got caught in conversation and I don't have an official closer to the episode, but I do want to say thank you so much for listening to Behind the Magic Podcast. At the end of each episode, we'll be giving a shout out to a small business. Today's shout out goes to Park Hopping Pincers. The store is run by Danny and Nat. They're most well known for their pin ears, which are cork ears that display pins on them. They have a variety of products offered from baseball cap pin ears to headband pin ears and pins inspired by the Disney Park buttons and so much more. You can also find them on Etsy and Instagram at Park Hopping Pinsters. Thank you again for listening. We'll be posting new episodes of Behind the Magic every Monday and you can also follow us on Instagram. I hope you have a great day.